Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, and welcome to Happy Foot, Sad Foot. Finally, thank you we so much it. for sticking with us through the technical difficulties. That was insane. We switched software to make this happen on the fly. Thank you to everyone who stuck with us. We are here. I'm Darren Miller. I'm here Hi. with my co-host. I'm Travis Helwig, and we're joined by the smartest man in LAFC, Vince LaRosa. Okay, let's talk about a game that when we got out of it, Felt very scary. I feel very happy that we got a point in Seattle. They, Seattle never loses at home. And if you told me at the beginning of the day, Andrew in the chat said this, if you told me in the beginning of the day that we walked away with a tie, I would be very happy. And so I am choosing right now to be happy. How do you guys feel? <laughs> yeah, I'm choosing to not believe you. Uh, one bit. If I feel like, like there's just a simmering resentment. I'd actually like to start. I would actually like to start with a question for you guys, because me, as you guys have self-proclaimed me the soccer expert for you guys, the self-avowed non-soccer experts. Did you enjoy a zero zero game? Were you able to shed your American bias on scoring and having everything and touchdowns and six points and whatever else? Did you actually enjoy a game with zero zero, no score? I'll say I found it a very frustrating game to watch, but that had nothing to do with there not being a score. I felt like it was one of those games where it was like, they kind of seemed tired from the first minute on. Like it, it was just like, everyone was kind of dogging it a little bit. It, no one could really get anything going, but I don't think that was the zero zero of it. I, I think, I think that was just kind of the, like, uh, there wasn't a ton of shape to the game until the very end. It was like, Oh, let's start attacking. So uh, I, I up. On Darren's point, I don't know if joy is the right word or enjoy is the right word. I don't think I ever have really felt joy watching soccer. <laughs> I think there's mainly a simmering tension and then like an unbelievable release 
of that tension. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever happy when I'm watching. So I would say what that game was, was a lot of tension. And then just a little release at the end when we came away with the tie. I mean, we should have fucking won that game if Apoku put away that yeah. shot at the end. Yeah, to be fair, you, you're you staying consistent with the vibe I was getting from you when you said, I, I feel better now, although you did not, your face did not reveal the better. And to your point about Mahala, I don't know if you guys remember this, but I think somewhere Christian Ramirez is smiling after that miss because yes. it was very oddly similar, although I would say Ramirez is still a little bit better. It's still a little bit better chance. But yeah, very much had the opportunity to steal all three points. And that's that's tough. So Vince, I mean... What I, I outside of it being the fifth game we played in in like 14 days or whatever, and we seem tired. What did Seattle do to kind of muck up our play in what 80 minutes of the game? It really felt like we were not in control until the final 10 minutes of the game, maybe the first 10 and the last 10, something like that. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think the first 15 minutes I thought LFC were good and I was like, oh, maybe they're not so tired. And then, you know what Seattle did is they leaned into that fatigue and they just started, if you'll notice, anytime they got the ball on one side, they were like, hey, fuck it, we'll switch it to the other side and make you run all the way to the other side of the field. And that forced LAFC really to to obviously move laterally more, but then it, it kind of dropped the whole team a little bit deeper. And if you notice the gap between the forward line and the midfield line was much bigger than I think Steve Trondola would have liked. And then in that gap, you had two very good players in Jao Paulo, and Rusnak, who kind of just orchestrated the game in that first half. Second half, they end up... The second half starts out kind of like just the two teams wanted to fight each other. It started out the way it ended. <laughs> ended. And so Rusnak and Jao Paulo never really got to you know, like wrangle control again. And then Jao Paulo gets subbed out. So that's where I think the game then turns into a completely different game. But yeah, those first 45 minutes, Seattle was like, look, you guys are tired well how about this and and it was a good good game plan from them mario in the chat said before we had all of these technical difficulties right off the bat i'm requesting a classic la rosa breakdown of a play the scuffle after long kicked fray for no reason wait but did he though because when they when they zoomed in close it looked like he got the ball each time and look okay. goalkeepers are dick goalkeepers are dicks and they're supposed to yeah. be because like it's a tough position everyone blames you when everything goes wrong but they're also big babies and they're like oh don't touch me how dare you were you a goalkeeper <laughs> was, is, is that how you rolled with oh it oh my god if anyone made the smallest amount of contact to me it was as if i was going to die my favorite thing to do would on corner kicks they people would be watching the ball in the air and i would just punch people in the kidneys before i jumped up and no one would ever like people aren't looking for you to do that in that situation <laughs> Right. <laughs> they're babies as a tactic. Yeah. <laughs> they're coddled. Well, they are coddled too. It's a, it's a little bit our own fault because referees just coddle them and let them, yeah, to Travis's point, let them get away with murder. Yeah. And then the second they get touched, oh, yeah. how dare you? You're the one guy that can use your hands. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, their defense did the right thing by just immediately swarming him. So, I mean, yeah, yeah fair play to them. <laughs> it was exciting. It's what you do. Like, I, I would say this if they didn't do that, you, the first question you would ask is, why does everyone on Seattle hate Stefan Fry? Yeah. Like, they're not they're not friends with that dude because like it's just an automatic. If a guy comes near your goalkeeper, just go nuts, and you, and you get a little bit of leeway as you've noticed. They only gave out one yellow card to each, so you know take your shots where you can. I, I, Jeremiah O'Shan from Sounder at Heart was on the match preview this week, and he said that they don't really necessarily view us as a rival. And I have a feeling after this game they do. That was a dirty game with a lot of fouls. I'm very surprised there were no red cards by the end of that game um there should have potentially been a red card to seattle with the the someone fouled buanga i believe on the break right alex roldan 
definitely should have had a red card for two yellows. This is actually one of my biggest gripes in MLS. No MLS referee ever wants to give a second yellow. We're in other areas of the world. They they do it like it's like, dude, you you have to defend your position. And here in MLS, for whatever reason, and I think it is a little bit of American bias, we, we always say, oh, you don't want referees to decide the games. They don't decide the games. If you've noticed, players make an action. Referees then have to legislate that action. They don't decide anything. Players still do, but you're never going to get that in MLS, even though I think at one point they did say, oh, it's an emphasis this year. They're cracking down on tactical fouls. Well, that was the tacticalist of tactical fouls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to ask the chat again. Let us know your happy foots and sad foots for the game, and I can get us started. My biggest sad foot was how disgusting it was to look at that gray turf mixed with our green, off-green kit, mixed with the shadow coming across the pitch as they have to adjust the white balance. It was such an ugly visual picture from the start. Just water down the pitch, spray painted a different color. It was repulsive to look at. <laughs> Everyone was complaining about that. It didn't, it didn't show up as gray to me, which makes me think maybe, maybe I have some, some settings to turn off on my TV. Uh, yeah. Get the geek squad out there. Yeah. And get motion blur off of there. But yeah, it was still, I, I only bring that up because it was, I, mine was still a shade of green and still disgusting. Yeah. The Bruce Lee thing. I, Bruce I Lee's very cool, but. Sorry, sorry, that's but not... The, the kit's not good. <laughs> not it's not good. Yeah. First of all, the, why red and yellow? It should be mostly yellow. The, like, the greatest Bruce Lee outfit of all time is from, I believe it's Enter the Dragon, is when he wears a yellow outfit yeah, yeah. that then got used by Tarantino and Kill Bill. Like, go mostly yellow. And honestly, that would fit more sounders. It looks like an RSL kit. And look, just because you put a subliminated dragon on it, what makes it Bruce Lee? It, and I, I have... <laughs> And I actually, honestly, I have, I have thoughts on this when it c- comes to Nashville too. I get it. Johnny, Na- or Johnny Cash. Oh, I do too. The I man agree. in black. It's all agree. black. All right. But other than that, what makes it the Johnny Cash kid? You just because you put his signature on it and his picture in the jock tag doesn't mean anything. Like, I agree. Just mail it in, guys. Come on. Like, I'm sorry. I hate, I hate that kid. Our, our, our kid is the Cheech Marin kit. At best. In hi- hey, At best. in hindsight, in hindsight, if you're thinking Seattle and LAFC might be two of the better teams, and you're wondering is LAFC going to be able to like keep pace with all their competitions, maybe we have to go play a playoff game in Seattle, and we blended in pretty well to that to that field. So I don't know. Maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's a it's a galaxy brain move there to really pull something off. Like some people, think. yeah, complaining about our kit, but I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, it's it's interesting because I have been to Seattle. I actually was lucky enough to go to that very first game. The field does not look as bad in person. It is weird, though, to watch them water a fake field. And they have to use a fire hose because clearly they don't have sprinklers. So they bring out oh my the God. biggest fire hose you've ever seen. And some guy has to just go out there. <laughs> and you know you know the amount of like field keeper guys that were like, hey, check this out. Look at my hose. Like, come on. Yeah, like, yeah so it's, it just it plays itself. And like the sexual harassment suits that might be coming out of those. But yeah, it's it's a weird... It's a weird field, and it was funny to hear Taylor Twelman at one point say, yeah, Brian Schmetzer said they've had this field for four years and they want to replace it. I'm like, so the shitty turf field that's always been shitty is the shittiest it's ever been, and we get to play on it. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah it was uh, also just right in the sun. It was so funny. I, I looked up the weather. You guys want to guess what the weather was in Seattle today? Based on it, based entirely on what you were looking at on the screen. I would have guessed uh, 200 degrees. <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah, it looked hot. Yeah, I would have guessed like in the in the eighties and sun. It was right. sixty degrees. And yeah, they, there was a couple times like where they had like, that. Ugh. Yeah, 
because <laughs> Seattle, they're like, what is the, what is that thing? <laughs> there was a couple of times where there was like that pitch pitch side camera and you could see like the humidity rising off. Yeah. And yeah, to your point, yeah, you're like, wow, is it really that hot in Seattle? But then you look over at Steve Trundle and he's got the full parka on. You're like, okay, maybe it's cold in the shade. Steve uh, Trundle, by the way, way more animated than uh, I'm used to seeing him. He didn't seem too happy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's an effort thing. I mean, look, they're fatigued. But at the end of the day, you, you want them to give their all, especially knowing that there's no midweek game. So guys, just give everything you have and, and try to leave it out there on the field. But I think I think that's just one of the things like he he does to it. It's more. It's not so much he's angry. It's like look in the moment. How can I maybe engineer some energy? I'm sure he gets in there and goes like, guys, probably should have got three points, but I, I'm I'm pretty much happy. I think he's got to be pretty much happy with that. Yeah. Jacob Contreras in the chat says, I also thought Vela had a great game until I realized I was confusing him with Tillman, which I do think we, we should, we should bring good up call. how good Tillman no, has we, been. We said that in the press box. <laughs> oh, really? Well, no, no, just the way he plays. But yeah, for some reason from far away, when you look at the two of them, they just, I don't know, the hair like fits, the, the kind of height, height yeah. and build fits. That's fine. Um, but Tillman looks just immediately- so fast. Like he, he seems so confident on the ball. Some incredible footwork from him. Like way he's exceeding my expectations for sure. I think that's why he's starting. I love, look, I love Jose Cifuentes. I, I picked him at the beginning of last season to have a real breakout year and kind of announce himself to all MLS. And he did this season been a little bit lethargic. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been as sharp. Is it because he thought he was maybe going to get a move? I don't necessarily think so because I've talked to him, but. Even if he says no, that's still gonna wait. That's still gonna play in your mind just a little. I, bit. I was gonna ask you that because you know I know you're not gonna you're you're not gonna rat out any rumors you've heard, but it it like you know I remember Diego Rossi and the way he played when he wanted to be moved, and Diego Rossi was not Diego Rossi for the first half of that season, <laughs> and we suffered because of it. Mm-hmm. Diego was a little different because I think Diego was on like a lot. Look, when these guys come, they they have like a timetable in their head. I'm going to MLS. I'll give two, three years. I'll give my best seasons and then I'm out of here. And and honestly, the club sells them on that. It says like, here, here's our plan for you. Diego, I felt bad for because like it was time for him to go. And then a pandemic hit and no one's buying any players. Yeah. And so it's like, sorry, bud, you got to stick around. And he's like, well, if I got to stick around, I'm just going to kick dirt and do, do whatever. So I think that was a, that was more realistic. I think if Sifu's thing is a thing, I think it's maybe more in the back of his head than actually, you know, a, a thing because look, you want a big move. Also his contract is up at the end of the season, which can benefit him because when your contract's up, you can start to negotiate in the summer to, for a new contract with a new team. Teams can't do that until they have to negotiate with the team. So that's good. But the side of it that people don't look at is what if he gets injured? What if he does his ACL? You know, so whether he thinks about whether he actively thinks about that or not, he's like, I'm on the cusp of something. I either need a longer contract to take care of me if I do get injured or I need to move on and, and take care of that. So I just... It's one of those things that can always be in the back of your head, whether it's whether you know it or not. Ross in the chat, who I want to apologize to, I know was trying to call in on our old software before we had to switch to this. So sorry we can't chat with you, Ross. Hopefully we can after next game. Their happy foot is us actually playing a homegrown, which was a pretty cool moment. See, I, how do you say his name? Dwayne, you tell me. Duenas. Duenas. Eric Duenas playing and playing decently after that first turnover, it, like almost immediately, or he got nutmegged immediately. Nutmegged. Yeah, which is, it's like, welcome to the league, kid. But yeah, I, 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 it was cool to see. He's been on the team for what, two and a half years and never played? Well, he had a really bad injury. He, at the same time, around the same time that it was either Mahala or Eddie Segura did their ACL, he did his as well. So really bad injury. And then from there, he was actually trans, 
He started out, Bob brought him in as a right back. He actually started to move positions more into a central midfielder than does his knee. So it's like, you're learning a new position. You hurt your knee really bad. But yeah, it was really cool. Dwayne, as they noted on the, on the broadcast, still the fifth youngest player ever to play in an MLS game, which is, which is really cool. That's awesome. Uh, Travis, did you give a happy foot? Oh, my, I, my happy foot that I wrote down, I wrote Duenas first game. I wrote down Aaron Long shithousery, which that was shithousery. You know, the goalie's going to have that ball. You're just trying to, to get in their heads. And then I also wrote Tillman's footwork. Just watching Tillman play has been the big surprise excitement thing for me this, this year. Do you, Darren, do you have any happy foots or sad foots? The fact that they seemed tired the whole game was my side foot, was my sad foot. They couldn't put anything together. It, it was, a, it was a zero zero game, whether there were, if there were goals, it still would have felt like a zero-zero game. <laughs> and then Happy Foot, it seemed like we shut down Jordan Morris pretty well. I know, Vince, that was part of your your preview of the game, that that was one of the keys that we needed to take care of him, and it seemed like they did pretty well. We didn't even plan this, because we'll, look at this transition. <laughs> My Happy Foot is Sergi Palencia, which I think is the big reason okay. why Jordan Morris was shut down. Sergi Palencia was inc- was incredible in that game, especially defensively. He He's not he's not Ryan Hollingshead going forward, right? But defensively, he's just so resolute. Even when they get by him, he's he's willing to track down runners and just do that hard sprint. And I think Jordan Morris, there was points where Jordan Morris was like, I don't even want to be on the side anymore and switch sides. And then, but then you got to deal with Cheeky Palacios on the other side, who's probably the best left back in the league. And I just, I was very happy to see Sergi play very well because I thought he had a slightly uneven game against Alajuense, but he really showed what, what he can do. And as a 1v1 defender, just uh, like another level. And it's interesting because that's like very much what Steve Trondolo was. He looked, he oh, looked and plays very similar to the way Steve Trondolo did when, when he played right back. There, were, there was one point, I think it was toward the end of the first half, maybe where Morris was about to get a shot off and just got blocked. And I was just like, okay, he's still getting shut down. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, I guess it's not working. <laughs> Jordan great. Morris always looks to me like, like a guy who would bully me in high school. And I, so when he doesn't succeed, I'm like, that's good. You little like meatball of a man. <laughs> like I don't like, my, he's a, he's so can, dense. Can we talk about that? He's a weird body. Yeah. Shape. He's dense. He's like, <laughs> my, like, his shoulders are too high. Yeah. Like he's like, is he wearing pads <laughs> or? I don't know. He looks like, yeah, he looks like a, like a high school wrestler almost just like thick and little and just like he'll run you over. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Mm-hmm. Uh the, I also have a, a default rule that there's always there's usually like one guy with bleached blonde hair on the pitch, and that's the guy I want to see fail. Yeah, Stefan Fry too, though. <laughs> yeah, also a terrible beard, Fry. Yeah, not like um, I can talk, but 
Sorry. <laughs> couple more, couple more things in the chat. Your beard's beautiful, Darren. You're beautiful. I hope oh everyone God. agrees. Thank you, Travis. Oh um, my God. Thank you so much. <laughs> a, uh, AO says happy foot, not losing. Sad foot, no finishing. <laughs> which is, you know, I think the best. So that's almost like a haiku of that game. Leonardo says his happy foot is Aaron Long's performance, which we should talk about because I don't like Aaron Long, and I yeah, feel like Aaron did I a great stuff. job. I have I have things prepared for this. I um, I, I wanted to, to get to just can we convince Travis to come around on Aaron Long as a segment of this post game live oh. stream. <laughs> well, I, I will say that. So I before games just to help me kind of keep my thoughts in one place. I do write a couple notes, and one of my notes was how does Aaron Long bounce back from the game against Alhuense because he was oddly bodied by Alhuense a lot. Like did just physically didn't yeah. look up to it, and I don't know if that was just him. You know, he did have an injury come in the season. Like, if they would have played that first game, I don't think Aaron Long would have even been able to dress for it. So I was very curious to see how he played. I, th- I thought he was, yeah, I thought he played really well. I mean, end of the day, though, Murray's so good. Like, he's been so good. He's just picked up from where he left off. It makes it a lot easier for his partner. And, and Aaron was good, but I would say Murray was just that, like, notch above. A couple more things in the chat. Yeah, again, finishing at the end. I think we all sort of agree that that finishing was rough. We should have had at least one goal at the end. Especially rough after last game also had that problem. Yeah. Daniel Russell says, love having Vince there totally legitimizes you guys, which, you know, I agree. <laughs> Who the fuck are we? That's why he's here. Um, ben Cox says he's got diabetes. Don't know who he's talking about, but would love to know. Oh, Jordan Morris. Oh, he says Jordan Morris. But yeah, he's built like a Mack truck. Oh, so. But does that change the, does that change the shape of your body into a little? Kimmel? I don't know. Can we not make, Am I mean, I- if he's on, yeah. if he's on Ozempic, then he should be skinnier. I think we all know that by now from the ads. The three of us have now all been canceled. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> if you're going to cancel anyone, cancel me. I wish I was on Ozempic. Just- <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and then, uh, he's back Jay- into becoming an anti people with diabetes podcast. <laughs> he's trying to get that, he's trying to get that black market Ozempic. If you want to know one thing about this, this podcast, we hate people with diabetes. <laughs> We're joking. We're joking. Okay. We're joking. Okay. We're joking. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we haven't spent the past 20 minutes joking about everything. But yeah. no one will clip that oh, part. God. I mean, it's just going to be like Kevin Baxter being like, is this who they want to represent their club? <laughs> Jacob Contreras asks, do you think Cheeky needs a rest next game? His usage for the team has been really high. What do you think, Vince? I think Cheeky will get a rest next game, whether he likes it or not, because I believe he's going to get called up by Ecuador. So he will not be no. uh, <laughs> for, for the game next week. So he'll get a little bit oh, of rest. Right. We got uh, we got Adam okay. Conover. It's going to be chat. a long flight out there to Australia. So uh, <laughs> yes, unfortunately, you'll get a long long sleeping. Adam Conover's in the chat says, "Yo, I only half watched the game, but it sounds like we only half played the game, which I think is a very. I wish I only half watched the game. It made me want to have a heart attack. Not want to. I did have a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, characteristically spot on, Adam. <laughs> uh, yeah, the first half. The first half was where it was at, and then. It was almost like a basketball game. If you watch the final two minutes, you're like, oh, it was like that was incredible. Like basketball oh, but, all-star oh, game. Yeah. <laughs> I did figure out a way that we might be able to do Collins if you want to give it a shot. Well, if, it, we if anyone four. wants to call in quick, we can give it a shot. At- we temp fate. I mean, we've been, we've been good for these first 25 minutes. We'll see. The, we'll see the, how it goes. I yeah, just put it, it in the Darren. chat. Like, we've had te- technical difficulties, but why don't we try to go <laughs> one step fate. I think we've got <laughs> people on. <laughs> I, I waited till we got a solid enough show in that, like, worst case scenario, this is the show and we're done. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we pinned it in the pinned it in the chat. If anyone wants to call in, you're welcome we'll to call in and talk to us. Can't guarantee you won't end up getting hurt or damaged in some way. Who knows? <laughs> well, we might be hacking you. 
Full disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, the link is right. a virus. This whole podcast. I'll give, is well, just I'll a give one more attempt. sad foot. Sad, one sad foot for me was after Denny Bwonga megged Xiao Paulo in like the first five minutes, just kind of disappeared. Yeah. From most of the match. I'm curious. Was, do you think that was him being tired because he's played all 90 in all of these games? Or do you think they, they were, I mean, I noticed they were fouling him a lot. Is that just going to be the tactic yeah. now? I mean, yes, that's a, that's a, a big tactic in and around MLS. A lot of teams are like, forget defending. We'll just foul him. But I think a, a lot of it depended on LAFC not having control. They just couldn't find outlets. You, you saw in that first half, a lot of times guys were getting balls and just being like, okay, I'm going to hoof it forward. See if one of you guys can pick it up. And Seattle's defense is pretty smart. They keep three at, at the back at all times. And they're big too. So they, they were just able to kind of wrangle yeah. Buonga. But I'm sure tiredness played a little bit into it because he probably would have came short a little more and helped out a little more. Yeah, it felt like it, I remember them doing that to Vela a lot early on and Vela got really good at selling fouls. So, I mean, Bowanga is good at it, too, but I don't know. There was Vela, I feel like can pull it out of nothing, like can make himself foul. Bowanga did it a, a few times where he like stopped short and let them run into him and stuff. But Vela does that thing where like it's just a tree falling very slowly, <laughs> like his feet are still in the ground, but he's just like, eh, now I'm down. So it, like he's just so good at it. Winning fouls is, a again, go back to my original thing about being American bias. It's such an uh, American bias where they're like, stop cheating. It's like, no, it's part of the game. Yeah. I, I don't mind it. There's something fun about the theater of it. Darren, it says that somebody somebody's joined the, the room. I don't know how to. Okay. Well, let me figure that out. You guys keep camping. <laughs> Look, here's the Welcome thing. Welcome to the audience. Whoever We're going to bring you a podcast that is so well produced, so on time. <laughs> Everyone will be like, wow, <laughs> these guys really do work in show business. Could you imagine if you didn't say anything and they're like, it's this, this, this weird combination of like, it always feels like it's going to go off the rails, but they just grab it at the last second and like, you can't, you can't just make that up, man. I believe actually, if you're in the audience and you'd like to call in, I think you have to request a call in, which I, it should be a button that you can see. And if it isn't, then we're going to get this worked out for next week. <laughs> Let's be fair. What could you really say that we haven't? Yeah. I feel like Come we on. are. Yeah. We've covered everything. <laughs> the three brightest minds in LAFC. We, I don't think there's anything we'd haven't covered. David. Den- let, well, unless it's, St- unless it's Steve Trundolo in the audience, which, Hey, you never know. That would be great. He's like, I also hate the away kits. Thank you for being on it. <laughs> yeah, it just hangs up. You know, I just want to say there's still people who give us sh- like we tweet about not liking the kit. People still give us shit about it. It's like it's OK to dislike things that happen with the club. We don't have to like blindly love everything. If you love it, that's fine. But I universally the world has agreed that we have a really bad secondary kit. You're just know you're in the minority there. It's just not the worst. And at least to be fair to you guys, you're not saying like, oh, this is the way we feel and you should too. You're just saying like, I just don't like it. That's okay. David Day says it's a win due to the circumstances. I, you know, I didn't have fun watching that game. I'm very thankful that we're still undefeated and we come out of one of the hardest atmospheres with a point especially knowing we were outplayed. That feels good. Ben Cox wants some background on the rug behind me. Well, Ben, it's nice you call it's like it. like a tapestry. Thank you, Vince. It's a tapestry. It's not a rug. And what <laughs> what I did was I we we have this like little basement area in my house, and I knew we wanted to record the podcast, but it was like a very echoey basement. And so I said, I'll put a fucking tapestry on the wall, not a rug. And what I liked about this tapestry is, I don't know if you could see it, but it's a man failing to hunt a deer. His dog is pulling him and he's out of control. And then this person's just kind of watching and laughing. So this is the sort of LAFC podcast content you get at Happy Foot Sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is important stuff. It's very White Lotus-esque. Yes, thank you. Thank it you. It is a little. 
I'm I'm the Mike White of soccer, I'd say. And we'll and we will let you and the audience decide what that means. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> Andrew Lominelli says about to get on the Transformers ride. Thanks, guys. That ride sucks. Wow. You're gonna feel very nauseous soon. So have a fun time. <laughs> Daniel Russell says Russell Russell. What the fuck am I doing? Daniel Russell says I'm here for the tapestries. Is the new logo okay? We have Jacob Contreras calling in. We did it. Is, he Is it going to work? We've got a guest. Wow. Yes! Here we go. Yes! We finally did it. We did it. Welcome to the podcast, Jacob Contreras. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for for out, like, solving, solving the prophet's riddle <laughs> and getting through the obstacle course and making it onto the live stream. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. So my question was, do you think our final three with Bayouk, uh, Mahala, and Buwanga is our best front three? Because I personally felt like it was fluid and it just felt better. Because I feel like it's better defensively because they're able to track back and just to intersect right away. Because that's what I thought. That's personally what I think. Because I feel like Vela, sometimes he's a little more slower defensively. And, he, you know, he probably doesn't want to play defense sometimes. So I just thought maybe that's potentially our best three. Or what do you guys think? Travis, would you like to take this one? <laughs> How dare you? You know, like the fact that you knew I was about to throw to you is upsetting to me. I'll answer that. Yeah, I agree with you, Jacob Contreras. They, <laughs> they felt more fluid. I don't know if that's always our best three, but Vela seemed very tired. Didn't he just play 90 against uh, Alaluense? Like mm-hmm. it, he seemed like his legs were tired. And Stipe... You know, he has a heavy touch sometimes, but really brings energy. And him and Apoku together are hard to keep up with. Darren, why don't you take it before we send it to Vince? No, I agree. I just, I, I agree. I like, I like fresh legs. I mean, it, it, you could, this game was a good example of the fact that like you need fresh legs up top. You need the energy there. So yeah, that's usually, that's usually Boanga. So. I think that's, yeah. I think that's and now to our least educated <laughs> member of the panel, Vince LaRosa. Some guy who yeah, just my, my apologies, Jacob. I'll try my best to answer this for you. <laughs> I agree with you. They're, they're definitely the most dynamic. The the ability to get behind the defense, uh, obviously the speed, like you pointed out, they're quick in the transitions to defense and to get tight to the ball. I think it just depends on what the game calls for, though, because obviously in that game, we weren't really able to sustain long bits of possession. So you kind of want three guys that then instead are saying, Fuck it. I'm going to run beyond the defense. Just send one ball and I can see if I can finish. But what you do lack is when you take out Carlos is a little bit of playmaking and that a little bit of quality. So if you did have a team, let's say you go to Minnesota and you have like a a Minnesota team that's going to sit back more. I don't think those three are going to be quite as functional for you, but it's a nice, it's a nice wrinkle to have because for so long LAFC hasn't really had differences in their front three. So I, I agree with you. Very dynamic, very fun to watch. And so it just depends on the, the matchup. I, I will add, I, I mentioned this last show, I think, or I don't know which, how many shows ago. There's a lot of them because there's a lot of games. I don't, I, I We're remember in over Vela our coming heads, on. <laughs> <laughs> a, I remember Vela coming on in like the 70th minute feeling pretty cold and playing pretty cold. So I don't love that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, Carlos is not yeah. a uh, off the bench guy. Yeah. Just, just my having gotten to know him a little bit like he's the type of guy that's like look if you guys made me come all the way out here from my beautiful home and i think he's in malibu then you better be starting me because i don't want to sit on the bench so he's he's not really a bench player but he he just adds something different he's just a slightly different player and always has been jeffrey steck says in the chat new to mls why did they play a non-league game four days before today's game is that the norm it's not 
the norm if you're not in the Champions League. But I do feel like, you know, even in Europe, they have to play some some tight schedule games if they're in the Champions League. We happen to get unlucky with a long distance six hour game. I do feel like we might get some fresher legs having only now that we only have to play Vancouver. Like that's what a two hour flight, three hour flight versus the six hour flight to Costa Rica. But yeah, I, I mean, I feel like we might get a little bit more rest. Just that lack of travel distance might help a bunch in the next, the next round. I do have one more question. My question is, please, it, is it known that McCarthy is truly a backup? Because I feel like a couple of times he's kind of been a little too dangerous. Sometimes he's trying to go out too much or make some common mistakes. Do you think we might need an, an extra goalkeeper or just stop in a go- different goalkeeper? The one that's like almost 40 years old, maybe, or, or just something like, cause I just feel like he's kind of been making too many little mistakes that might add up to a big one. Yeah. I mean, that's John, that's, that's where the difference is between a, a, a true number one and John kind of taking the role. But I would say this, John's probably the best shot stopper of all of them. So end of the day, he does the one thing that you need goalkeepers to do more than anything. But yes, in terms of his distribution, his ability to organize the defense, his decision making. And I think, look, he was a backup for a while. So this is kind of new territory for him again after a couple of years. So it's just going to take him maybe a little bit of time to get a little bit of rhythm. I do think he's gotten a little bit better. But yeah, you saw that one kind of blunder that almost led to a bad thing. So that that's that's tough. And I would say against Alajuense, he's probably going to want that second goal back where he really should just parry that off to the side. Yeah, they, he's had a couple, I would say one per game where he makes a mistake. I think in the the Portland game led to a goal. He came out too far. Once per game, mm-hmm. he's like making little mistakes yeah. that are go- we're like, you can't do that in the fucking playoffs. I don't know if Max will be back mm-hmm. by then, but you know, he's, that's going to add up. It's- Mario asks, how do y'all think the rotation will work in the next stretch? Vince, that's for you. Well, there's not going to be well, there will be need for rotation. Like we said, there's going to be some guys going to join their national team. So expect a very interesting lineup against Dallas. And then as it pertains, we'll get, we'll, we don't play again in midweek till the week of April 4th. So I think you'll see your best lineups heading into that. It just, it seems like Steve's like, we go the number one lineup in Champions League. And then I, I'll just pick and choose the guys that are slightly tired uh, in the weeks in between. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, AO in the chat then says, Athlete's Foot, which is Darren's creation from last week. Athlete's Foot, Seattle looked boring. Nothing too scary happened. No crazy goalkeeping. Seattle just sort of hoped to get a lucky shot. They looked average at best. You know, I think they tactically outplayed us, but I agree that I don't think that is a championship side necessarily. But both times they kicked us out of the playoffs, they did it by mucking up the midfield like that and and making a sluggish game. So maybe... Maybe that's the way you win in MLS. I'm not sure. That's the way you win against LFC, I think. Yeah. You know, I one of my biggest pet peeves is when people go like, oh, they figured us out. I've got news for you. Every single team knows like the weakness of every single team. Now, whether or not you can do that is a different story. Seattle does have, I mean, Seattle has a very good midfield and they have a very good coach and they have good players from top to bottom. They can do that. Can all teams muck up the, the midfield? No. But you know that it, you know how teams play. You have an idea for the most part. And and like when we had Bob Bradley as our coach, it really felt like we didn't make any adjustments when teams were doing that. And Terundolo really feels like at halftime, he's like, okay, here's what's happening. Here's what we have to do differently. And it really, really has helped. So uh, I just want to say thank you to everyone for tuning in. And despite our technical difficulties, Jacob, so thank you so much sure. for calling in. And honestly, it's so cool uh, to see the same 
names in the chat each week. Like it's fun to build a little community. Thanks for telling your friends and, and being here for us. And Vince, as always, thanks for lending us credibility because as everyone knows by now, I'm just a tapestry and a pair of headphones. Uh, You're so- just blocking the tapestry there. <laughs> If you guys want, we can go live just on the tapestry. Just on the tapestry. That should be what we do until we are ready to go live. It's just point, like a point by point breakdown view. of the tapestry. Yeah. yeah, we need Vince's breakdowns of different things in the tapestry. Darren, Vince, anything you want to say before we head out? No, I'll echo what you said. Shout out, shout out to A on the chat. Thank you for the athlete's foot. Love it. Let's keep that going. Jeffrey Stack, thank you for feeling comfortable asking the newbie question. You're welcome here anytime. Congrats on STL. Glad you're in the league. Thanks, everybody else, for making him feel welcome, too. This has been always a lot of fun. And Vince, like always, please come back whenever you want. And and if you're not subscribed to Vince's Substack, after every game, before every game, he breaks everything down in a much smarter way than you'll hear at our podcast. So go subscribe. It's free. Vince, where can they find that? It's just my name, vincelarosa.substack.com. So very easy. Or you can just go to at Vince LaRose for all my you know Instagram, Twitter. And yes, please do do that because that's my payment for doing this for these guys. They promote it. And so I, <laughs> I sports wash this podcast and they do that yes. for me. So thank you. And We're, thank you to, we are thank you to Jacob. Who, who jumped on there? Yeah, you guys are, you guys are the UAE. Um, <laughs> um, but th- and thanks again for telling your friends and, and subscribing to the podcast. The numbers keep going up. It really, really, really means the world. It's so cool to watch. So we love you. We love you. We love you. Goodbye. Love you. Love you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.